0: We've seen a lot of good come from the movement control order in Malaysia. In spite of all the restrictions, we've seen God bring humanity closer, families spending more time together, and kind hearts giving to the less fortunate. We have many things to thank God for, especially for all the frontliners from doctors to nurses to nurses admin staff, staff and the cleaners, as the number of, infections, the number of infections and deaths gradually drop, restrictions exam. begin she to loosen. We place our hope and trust in His mercy. mercy. As we as present, we this, present song, this song, Betapa Betapa from the Catholics at Home, the Catholics at virtual, virtual, home virtual
1: Choir. Berterima kasih. kasih
2: Kau menangani asyikku Kau memilikimu memiliki. Hanya ini Tuhan Persembahanku Segera hidupku Wadangragaku takkan ku miliki kata kekayaan yang sungguh berarti cukup pesan Bapa hanya itu Tuhan beruntungku terimalah Tuhan bersumbangku takkan my Supaya... life, Sembahan ku hidupku, Tak Untuk ku
0: Hello, very good morning to you and welcome to our Saturday live show brought to you by Catholics at Home in collaboration with the Catholic Research Centre in Kuala Lumpur. My name is Kachang Kevin and um, as most of you watching right now uh, would have known about the passing of Father OC Lim, And in the first part of the show, we'll be doing a tribute to Father O.C. Lim. Uh, But before we do all that, let me just introduce who will be on the show today. First up, let me uh, bring in my co-host, Mark Darren Lee. Mark will, of course, uh, be handling all the comments um, and all the tributes they'll be pouring in in our comment section. So if you are watching this on Facebook or YouTube and you'd like to post a tribute, uh, do let us uh, know. You know, do post your comments in the comment section and we'll get it on uh, on our show today. Hi Mark, how are you doing? Okay, I'm good, Mark. Yeah. Mark, we had Yeah. Yes, uh, of course. Uh, we heard of the passing of Father O.C. just last night, and started uh, to briefly plan uh, what we can do on the show today. So we would like uh, all of you watching, if you have any comments or any tributes for Father O.C., you know, just post them in the comments, and uh, Mark will get them on the show today. So uh, thanks, Mark, for doing that for us today. Uh, also, joining our show as usual is uh, Father Clarence Devadas. Good morning, Father Clarence. morning kevin hi good morning father uh before we do the um the tribute to father osilim i guess uh let's bring on our our guest father peter anthony to also join us in that yeah yes father peter hi
3: good morning Mm. kevin hi good morning father peter mark how are you morning
0: Mark is busy handling the comments. Uh, as usual, as I said on the show, on uh, our live show, we'd like to know where you're watching this from. Uh, so, you know, if you can type in the comments uh, where you're watching this from, your parish, you know, we'd like to know and I engage with you. And as I mentioned, of course, you can post your tributes to Father OC on the comment section. We'd like to get them on the show as well. And we'll be talking to, of course, Father Clarence and Father Peter about, you know, uh, some of the things about Father OC Lim. I'm sure they've had some experiences with him um in fact i had a, an experience with father osi you know i like to share that in a while uh but first up uh father clarence and father peter you like to say anything to begin the show
3: yeah very sad to hear of passing our father osi lim uh, knowing him as a youth uh, used to go to sfx to listen to his homily he's the man always uh, stand for the justice you know always uh, talking about politics we have to improve the politics in malaysia uh, really missing him. Very sad. That's I feel at this moment.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, For a Clarence,
4: uh, would you like to share anything? Well, Kevin, uh, as many people know, uh, I he was he was my predecessor uh, at the Catholic Research Center. Uh, I mm-hmm. succeeded him. Uh, so this very chair that I'm sitting uh, is actually his. And the table that I use in the office belongs to him. Uh, wow. When I came into this office, uh, when he had fallen ill, uh, I, I didn't change anything. Uh, the furniture still remains. I've not even moved the furniture as how he left it. So I think this is a great memory uh, of mm. Father Osilim, uh, the work that he had done at the Catholic Research Center. Of course, I have many stories. Uh, but my last personal encounter with him was about two years ago, uh, 2018. Uh, had the opportunity of, uh, through a mutual friend, to, to have evening tea with him. Uh, that was a great uh, encounter. A lot of uh, laughter, uh, chit chat, uh, reminiscing some good old times, uh, the things that he had done. So a lot of memories. Uh, so coming into this office this morning uh, also brought back a lot of memories of my encounter uh, with him, uh, in that sense. Hmm.
0: Well, uh, I also have a little memory of Father Oselim because uh, my kampung parish is actually uh, SFX in PJ. And I was an altar server there. uh, And, you know, I was a very blur altar server. You know, I only joined to play football. And after his ordination, you know, uh, I was scheduled to uh, serve at a wedding mass. And I went in there hoping that the the other server will help me through. But that guy didn't show up. And Father Osili was in the sacristy and he said, uh, you must be Kevin. I said, Yes. And he said, Okay, this is my first mass. <laughs> and he said, You'll have to guide me through. <laughs> and and i was like what <laughs> and of course you know he, you know he just said that to you know to build rapport and all that but a very nice priest uh, often uh, we'll bump into each other and uh, you know i had some personal problems now and then in sfx and he would he, he would counsel me and you know i really appreciate all that uh yes yes talk to me during the, some nights in sfx and really uh, sad to hear of his passing yesterday I suppose, uh, Father, we would like to, uh, we have a tribute video, but also we would like to uh, have a moment
4: of silence and maybe we can say a prayer for Father Osilim. Sure. So maybe we just uh, observe a 30-second silence. Uh, in our hearts, we just remember him. If we have encountered him, we have not uh, just to offer up a prayer for him. loving and gracious father we we are grateful to you for all the many gifts that you provide to each one of us today we want to thank you for the gift of father osi as a priest as a friend as a colleague and the many other relationships that he shared with different people as you have given him as a gift to us we now entrust him into your loving care we return him to you and we pray that he who has run the good race will now be welcomed into that eternal kingdom that you have promised each one of us. We pray for all his family members who mourn that loss, for the Presbyterium, for all those who have encountered him, that at this time your consolation may give us strength knowing that he is with you eternal rest grant unto him o lord and let your perpetual light shine upon him and may the soul of father oselim rest in peace amen The name of the father son and of the holy spirit amen
0: amen thank you for that uh Father Clarence. Uh, we also have a uh, video uh, video tribute for Father OC Lim that we would like to play. Just like to remind all the viewers, if you would like to post any tributes, uh, just go ahead and post them on our comment section, wherever you're watching this on Facebook, YouTube, or anywhere else. Uh, we'd like to hear hear from you and um, you know, like to pay tribute to Father OC Lim. So if we are ready, we can play the video uh, tribute to Father OC Lim. Uh
1: Yes, i
3: said, you know, it is, I'm calling it manifesto, mission manifesto,
4: in Luke 4, 18,
2: I've
4: been anointed by the spirit of the Lord who the people free.
0: certainly a priest uh, loved by many and I'm sure many parishioners uh, have encountered uh, have had encounters with father Osilim so uh, once again if you'd like to share any of your thoughts any of your experiences with father Osilim uh, do drop us a line drop us a comment in the comment section we'd love to hear from you and we'd like to highlight all those uh, nice memories and stories um, of your encounters with uh, father Oselim, uh Audrey. We will miss you. You have been such a blessing to all the souls that you have touched. Your journey is over now. May you rest in peace, dear Father Osi. May eternal light shine upon you. Uh, certainly a priest that uh, that, that many have uh, encountered and, and love to talk to. Right, Father Clarence?
4: Yes, definitely. Definitely.
0: Okay, so keep those uh, tributes coming in, and uh, I guess we will uh, go along with our planned show for today. And today uh, we have Father Peter Anthony, the ecclesiastical assistant. Is that right? Is that how? Did I say that right? It's a, <laughs> it's a, a
4: mouthful, isn't it? <laughs>
3: hard word to spell, hard word to say. <laughs> but yeah, Father Peter. Uh, it's a bit hard to pronounce ecclesiastical uh, assistant. Uh, in the social communications ministry in the KL Archdiocese uh actually I basically I took over from father Clarence is my predecessor um, and um, we have three different sections in the social communication ministry in the archdiocese whereas we have KL Arch-K- ArchKL website social media and ArchKL TV, and we have that's one section which is uh, The server, the website, social media, and live streaming has been uh, taken care. So basically, I'm overall in charge of that particular uh, part of it. And we have also media relation office. That is, uh, Patricia is in charge. And also, Father Clarence is also overall looking into media relation office. And we also have these publications, you know. Basically, we all receiving heralds uh, weekly. That is basically Father Lawrence Andrew from Jesuit so these are the three sections that we have in the social communication ministry at this point of time kevin we you know we are so much of uh, uh online <laughs> platform so yeah. we have to use the technologies that made available for us all uh, so basically my website team you know the live streaming team are working tirelessly to broadcast mass, uh big days masses and as well as the weekend masses Beside that, all the parish feast that they wanted to celebrate online, so we are helping out. So basically, we already have this uh, in hands before. We are being doing in a small scale, you know. So whenever we have uh, some sessions going on, we are using a webinar. We are introduced to webinar, live streaming, and also some of the feast days, you know, the churches parishes ask us to help. So our team you know, and excited in order to go and help them. And basically that's already a starting point for us. When this uh, COVID-19 and pandemic, this MCO, it is a little bit easier for us to, uh, I mean, press on to, to continue to do the online streaming for, for our, our Catholics to keep them updated and keep them posting about these masses and all these things. Yeah, basically that's what they're doing at this moment.
0: Thank you, uh, Father Peter. And I'm sure I speak on behalf of uh, many of the Catholic uh, uh, parishioners that uh, we really appreciate uh, your team, all that you do, and your team that's been doing, especially during this time when we have to rely on uh, online uh, masses and on. Everything online, so we really appreciate and we like to thank you and your team very much for for all the, like you said, all the the sudden work. I suppose "sudden" is quite is the word that uh, probably we can use because, like you said, uh, you know, for Clarence, we've been talking about this quite some time already. That this uh, live streaming masses was already in place, but then suddenly, you know, when you have to just, uh, I don't know, what are the challenges? Which is what what we probably will be talking about today to get it into action. You know, every week probably every day and stuff and you know so we know it must be quite quite a challenge to you know engage in this kind of thing so we'll be talking more about that
4: and thank you very much father peter and your team father clarence over to you yeah i i think kevin I mean, you know uh, as father peter rightly mentioned you know i mean the the, the kind of framework was already present there uh, so it didn't take much to actually get it moving but the commitment i think the commitment must be appreciated that people are doing it every day, uh, for for all of us. Though it's different, uh, but you know the commitment to be able to do this. You know, many people see only the the end product. You know, uh, but you don't see what happens at the back end. A lot of work happens at the back end. I myself have gone to see it. Uh, it's a it's a whole, uh, if I may say, a web of wires running all over the place, uh, and trying to get this all sorted out. And I and I think it's so important. Uh, during this time uh, when we were not able to meet face-to-face, this new form of communication has somehow evolved. I mean, it's not just live streaming. I think so many people are doing so many different things uh, uh, in, in many ways, uh, at the diocesan level, at uh, at, uh, at parish level. I mean, the genesis of, of Catholics at home also started mm-hmm. like that, isn't it? I mean, we talked yes. about it, you know, thinking what can we do, how can we get to people's home? And it's, I think, you know... Uh, the whole idea of, of communication uh, in this MCO has really kind of uh, uh, brought and uh, you know kind of hit a home a point home, in the sense that how important it is to communicate, uh, how important it is to keep people informed. Uh, you know, I, I think you know in our lead up to this, we were I was talking to Mark and I said you know one of the things that people are anxious is when when they do not know they don't have information. Uh, uh, so when information is withheld or can't you can't communicate, you feel so helpless. So uh, yeah, thanks for the Peter uh, and your team mm-hmm. for all the things that they do, uh, you know, to keep us informed what's happening in the diocese, to keep us connected with the Mass. Uh, I think it's a great thing. I think we at Catholics at Home would like to, you know, appreciate you and please do convey our gratitude on behalf of the many people. I think I'm told, you know, you get in thousands of weekend masses, thousands of people uh, come together. Uh, we are truly grateful for that, that opportunity. Yeah, yeah I, I would I, like
3: to thank uh, to our Bishop, Archbishop Julian, uh, making an immediate action in order to live broadcast all the weekend masses first and then weekday masses as well. And throughout this Easter season, you know, the... Uh, we started at the Lent and also the Easter week all these things it's a hectic hectic, but we all work together and with the support of Bishop and all the clergy in the Presbyterium it's good to support to come forward to spend their time taking a you know initiative to come and volunteer themselves to celebrate the masses for our Catholic community in this Archdiocese. Uh, Around at this moment we, we are Touching about sixty to seventy thousand uh, viewers. Uh, that's a great thing, you know. So most of the Catholics are hooking hooking on to our uh, Kel Arch uh, TV. So weekdays, uh, roughly about about five to six k's, uh, six thousand five to six thousand people are hooking, uh, watching daily basis. And I would like to thank the team also, uh, leading by uh, Ignatius Krishnan, who are uh, the team leader of the website and also this live streaming. And he's doing a great job with his team that we formed. Around seven of them are working under this live streaming. And we have other sections also under the website. We have graphic people. We have uh, print and pub, uh, printing and publication. Uh, people who are working, then translation. So I would like to thank at eh, this moment of time. They are really, really uh, dedicated and they are, giving the 11th best. And for me, uh, I am new to this, you know, as long as I was was, uh, appointed as a Eclipse assistant, I was really do not know how to hate this. And basically I'm just trying all this digital media is very new to me and I'm learning and continue to learn to give the best. Uh, And I'm learning uh, a lot from my team especially. So thank you, the team. Thank you, Kevin, for this time that we are online to speak about
4: this. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we, we, of course, Father Peter is very involved in the Archdiocesan level. I've also seen a lot of people do different things at, at the parish level, you know, and I think we have some guests this morning also to see. I, I think the whole intention of, of today's show is to also encourage parishes, uh, to be able to, you know, embark on, on this journey, uh, you know, not just relying on on the archdiocese, but even at the micro level uh, a lot. So Kevin, maybe you want to introduce our our guests that we have this morning from the parishes, what experiences they have. Yes, uh, let's bring them on, Mark.
0: Let's bring on our guests today, the the behind-the-scenes guy. Hi, good morning. Can you hear me? Ah, yes, perfect, perfect. Uh Good morning, Christopher. Good morning, but hi, Chris. Good morning. Well, Chris, so uh, you are behind the scenes, you're the guy behind the scenes, and uh, uh tell us uh, basically what is your main role in this?
5: Oh, very much behind the scene today. i in front of the scene, getting uh, quite nervous, <laughs> 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 yeah. So Basically, I'm in charge of the media and uh, communication teams in my back in my parish. Uh, we are from the Church of the Divine Mercy in Sha'alam.
0: Yeah. Ooh,
5: CDM. CDM, yeah. <laughs> so, maybe I would like to share how actually uh, we started uh, med- uh, a media team. Actually, back in 2010, if I'm not mistaken, we got a few group of enthusiasts, tech-savvy people who wanted to uh, learn or to update the parish website, and then we got somebody to teach us how to update website, and from there we moved on to social media. And Facebook was um, very new at the moment. Uh, I think we were one of the first parishes to set up a Facebook page, but there was concerns like they were scared lah, to open a Facebook page at the time. But yeah, so now, yeah, the concern there are no concerns really lah i mean, mm-hmm. <laughs> i suppose every
0: parish has a facebook page now
5: yeah yeah most parishes have their facebook page mm-hmm. so we were doing that for at least a few years and in 2016 i think we got we expanded um what happened in 2016 was the archdiocesan pastoral assembly i think this was held in kajang um post assembly i think it changed how we think uh Especially uh, on the cluster, social communications uh, cluster, um, and the parish council have decided that we should form a media team, which is called the media and communications team in our parish. And from there, actually, we got a handful of volunteers. We we did uh, publish, and we we're looking for volunteers to expand this team. And we got um a few uh quite a handful of volunteers, and we met and we sort of brainstorm and think what should we do and we came up with four subgroups um, which is uh, the website and the social media team another group does the content which is model writing and also writing articles um, and also design graphics graphical images The ad- the next team uh what they do is they take photos, capture photos, and video because we realized since we opened in 2005 we never had any photos taken since then and we don't have any database of any photos so that's where this group actually actually started and we actually start up an online database for photo which which is a smart mark that we are using now
2: mm-hmm.
5: yeah so another subgroup is our audio visual team uh, this audio-visual team has been there since uh, from the day one, uh, so they help out in uh, the audio-visual ex- aspect, and also they support the archdiocese currently with the broadcasts of the live streaming. Yeah.
4: Well, it's amazing, So huh? such a parish has got so many different different sub teams. Uh, of course, you are ble- you are blessed with plenty of resources. Maybe maybe we can we can ask our, our viewers this morning. You know what what media platforms do their parish use. Uh, post it in the comments, so at least we know what what different platforms do you all use to communicate. Uh, we asked our viewers this morning to to do that.
0: Yeah, so Chris, I just want to know this um, sort of like a framework that, that you have with these four uh, sub-teams and all that. You came up with it on your own, or was there a guide for you to follow? Uh, uh, maybe Father Pete and you can chime in. Uh, does the Archdiocese have a guide of how a parish should set up a communications team?
3: Yeah. Actually, in year 2016, we had the cluster, uh, cluster groups that has been divided. We have eight clusters. One of the clusters are, uh, is uh, this social communication. So that we came up with this concern raised by the archdiocese by reporting from the parishes that we have collected, and also we have wanted we wanted to implement within the five years plan that all the parishes should establish their media team. In place so that you know it will be good for them to do whatever you know they wanted to do it as a parish level for their sessions you know feast and many other things you know even now uh, this uh, catechism classes also so the platform that is rendering by the hkl we have uh, already the website and under the website we have all the parishes which we call microsites for all the parishes can use and utilise that platform to basically update what's happening in their parishes and basically that's a platform we already uh, sorry in place at the moment. I think Kevin can add a little bit more how that uh, this uh, KL Archdiocese Social Communication help you to to establish this in your parish.
4: Uh, before, before we do that, let's let's bring Ruben in. Uh, here's another parish who. Uh, yeah. um, who has also embarked on this journey. Good morning, Ruben.
6: Good morning, good morning, fathers. Good morning, everybody.
4: Welcome hi, to morning, our journey. <laughs>
6: thank morning. you, thank you for having us on.
4: I believe that, you know, uh, just like Chris who who mentioned about, you know, his parish, I think your parish uh, also, I, I, I you want to introduce yourself, which parish you come from first?
6: Yes, yeah, so um, I'm from Holy Family in Kajang. And, and yes, I head the social comms team in Kajang as well.
4: So tell us a little bit how, how you got, got started.
6: All right. So um, uh, back in 2016, we, we started off more like a designing agency, but that, that is back in 2016. So we do more like designing poster stuff for our parish. But then then as we grew, right, as we grew and what uh, we became what we are today, it's because of um, our alignment with our parish vision and mission. So um, like what Chris had mentioned earlier, after the APA, after PNPC, so we aligned our our ministry to to the parish's vision and mission. Uh, and then he, what inspired us to to become like this is mainly to break down the barriers between ministries, language, apostolate in terms of communication. So to break down the communication barriers between ministries and language, apostolate with the entire church, especially uh, like a parish of our size, uh, having about 8,000 people and so. so. So that was what motivated us to to become what we are today, actually.
4: Ray, right, I think you are... What, what, what social media platforms do you all use for communication?
6: We have three main ones. Um, so we've got the website, we have Facebook, we have Instagram. Um, so these are our three main ones. Now we're also looking at um, expanding into Telegram. So, so to, ha- to have at least more channels to communicate with people.
4: I think, yeah, I think one um, of the one of the challenges uh, sometimes I hear is that you know uh, the older generation uh, are not so tech savvy. But uh, Kevin, I, th- I think this MCO has proved otherwise. You know, I, I, we were talking about how BCS and and I mean I don't say the, the golden generation of people, <laughs> you know, are using using uh, Zoom to pray rosary. It's amazing. Yeah. So I think that whole idea, that myth, that that older people. Are not able to handle, you know, technology. Yeah, it's not true at all. That's that's been my experience, at least.
0: Yeah, and, and they're also eager, Father. I mean, it's not just like okay, uh, it's forced down on them and they just follow. They're also eager. They they want to participate, and you know, even though they they can't, they don't know really how to use it. You know, they have uh, you know, like in some cases, I know some people asking their their younger children what to set it up for them, and they want to, they want to also be be part of it. They're not afraid, and they're eager, and that's really. Uh, I think we should commend our our seniors on on that on taking that role. Uh, maybe we can talk about. Uh, yeah, how how. What's the response and how was the uh, response from all the social media uh, that you've experienced, uh, Christopher and Ruben?
6: You want to go first, Chris?
5: Okay. <laughs> so I think uh, the Facebook when we started Facebook in twenty ten, up to today, we we got about eight thousand followers, and mostly uh, the age the the age group that. Uh, Mostly on to our Facebook is age around thirty to forty-one. Yeah, about Instagram, you get the younger ones. We got about thousand thousand eight hundred followers on our Instagram. I think it was it was to cater the younger age group, and we thought that young kids or young younger generation, you know, they like to view graphical images instead of text. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As for Telegram, uh, we actually launched the Telegram app last year. And Telegram is an instant uh, messaging tool, yeah, which is to provide the latest updates. So, what we do, we push out all the latest updates right to their mobile devices. Mm-hmm.
0: <coughs> what about you, Ruben? How is the response for the social media from parishioners?
6: All right. So, um, I'll, just, I'll just let me just share a little bit. So, we've got website, Facebook, and Instagram, right? So uh, what happens is website, we did a facelift um, back last year, sometime last year. So because we realised a lot of people are on, goes to our website specifically for bulletins, to download bulletins and, and also to mm. see what time is the parish office open. Um, but then we also assess the, the church needs. So we have the website and we've got this column that allows them to know which BC they fall into, which I believe, um, like what Father Peter said, that the usual template mm. provides as well. Um, so, so so that's why we have got the website then so content wise it's not as fluid or it's not as um turnaround time it's not as quick or it's not as updated in that sense whereas uh, facebook and instagram we've got different demographics there uh, we, we did a, a research on our demographics so we realized that age group is very similar to what chris had mentioned also from about um, 18 to about 40 to 50 ish but um surprisingly a percentage of our facebook followers are not are not not kajang parishioners so there is a percentage that is uh, perhaps they they were in kajang and then they moved out or perhaps they through friends recommendations so they followed so in facebook um contents are uploaded a little bit more so we realized that also we initially started with one post per day or one or two posts per week now we go up to like two to three posts per day at least, uh, and depending on what is the latest news as well. Mm. So, uh, and, and in Instagram, so we realize Instagram we have younger uh, followers. So, um, what, what I like to say is um, it goes beyond our parish news or events. So, our platform, especially like Facebook and Instagram, uh, we also share faith related contents. Like, uh, we categorize our contents as spirituality, art and culture, travel, call to prayer, a quiz. Uh, and it's a so there are many more um as and when we have so uh i guess have facebook instagram and also website allows us to be a platform where we can also share with ministries how to communicate better or communicate more effectively mm. yeah and also so, so that's why like we share from parish news to arch chaos news so, and to Vatican as well so both local and international so have you realized videos actually uh engages people a lot more. Are there any
0: concerns with using all these platforms? I mean like you know especially for for the older generation, they might be concerned about privacy issues and stuff like that. You know when Zoom came out and everybody's doing Zoom, then there was a concern about you know your data being stolen and stuff. Is there a problem getting parishioners on social media platforms because of this kind of issues or is there any other issue that they won't get on the social media platforms?
6: Well, uh, if you talk about seniors, uh, it's not so much of a security issue. It's more of a, 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 a I don't know how to do it kind of issue. Mm. It's like, you know, I don't know how to download it. Do I need to have a Facebook account so I need to log in? So it's more of that issue than, than like a security
4: issue. Mm. Yes. One thing I, I find that, I mean, both of you speak about, you know, Facebook, uh, Instagram, uh, the Technology is also evolving so quickly, uh, and there are more and more things that, you know, I I remember that you know, the moment I I kind of like, got the hang of using Facebook, uh, you know, uh, the the youth told me, "Father, you you are old-fashioned. Facebook is no longer the thing today." <laughs> <laughs> you know, and I wasn't going to go and learn another another thing. I mean, though I got into Instagram, but I'm not very active in Instagram. They say Instagram is the thing, but Technology is evolving so quickly. Sometimes it's fine, it's, it's difficult to keep up with, you know. Uh, so I think the, the balance, how do we balance this is always very important uh, to be able to to give information and in some ways, uh, also not to, to exclude, like Kevin said, those who are not so tech savvy or who are, you know, have technophobia, I call it, uh, you know, afraid to get onto these things. Yeah. So it's always trying to balance this is, is the difficulty. Uh, by by we, the
0: way, you can you can follow Father Clarence on Instagram. <laughs> yeah,
4: yeah, yeah. Boy, yeah. I mean, not very active, but yes. Uh, but, you know, I mean, part of the show this morning is also to encourage people to you know to to set up in their own parishes a kind of a, a network of communication using you know uh, what 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 would your recommendation be? I mean, I mean, you both of you come from a very big parish. Uh, you have lots of people, I'm sure, resources. Uh, uh, tech heavy people but you know you also realize that you know there are smaller parishes with less people less time. you know what what could be a thing that they could kick off with to start off with
6: well, Ruben you start
4: first uh, sure
6: um, so, so it depends you can if you look at content or even the resources as like the, the expertise right so in terms of content you can definitely ask and share so ask and share here meaning to say that if you notice a uh, different parish has got a uh, good content Yeah, so just ask them whether can you share their content so i, I believe i mean we are more than happy to share it here. so you ask and then you share so basically you are an aggregator so just be an aggregator so because there's even for us we don't really always create new invent, uh invent new content so as long as we just make sure to give you credit to the content creator so yeah, like in, in our case we are not territorial in that sense. <laughs> yeah so so I guess we, this is an area that we also need to do better. I was just talking to Chris the other day. Perhaps in some areas, we can, can collaborate and to perhaps you know, um, develop something together as well so that we can share and collaborate systematically. And in terms of expertise-wise, um, if someone has the passion but lacks the skills, so uh, feel free to reach out to us. Uh, we can develop something together. You no, know? uh, But of course, when we started out, uh, we also contacted Health to understand how the structure is, to understand what uh, the role of social comm is, and what are the important people that needs to be in. So so of course, being in touch with people who have um, done it would be very good. And also, um, I guess, like, like what you say, Father, you know, just take the plunge and just do it. <laughs> Because it's not a form of convenience; it's really a necessity already
4: nowadays. Yeah. Chris, you want to add something, Chris? Some.
5: Yeah. Um, what's in my mind? Ed? I was thinking. Um, I think the first thing is to understand your parish. You work with the parish, talk to your parish priest and your council, and you know, because every parish is unique. Um, like Kajang is. Multi-multi You have four different languages. Like over in CDM, you have uh, predominantly English speaking and some Malaysia speaking. Yeah. So a basic way to start, maybe um, trying to push out your bulletin, your parish bulletin online. And I think Telegram is one of a uh, good app to push out uh, messages to a mass number of users. Secondly, uh, it's good to work with ministries. Um, in your parish and to lies with them on the upcoming activities where you can promote the activities through the social media. Um, another thing I would suggest is to start something very simple. Yeah, don't spend on high-end equipment first. Start simple and, and slowly you'll understand. And then, then you know how do you, how to operate uh, this uh, media team. Yeah.
4: Sorry, I was just asking. I mean, I if if parishes would like the, to would like to start something, uh, uh, can they can they come to the social communication? Is there some kind of assistance that is being offered, or can be offered to parishes who are intending? Can they reach out to you?
3: Yeah, Father Clarence. Uh, for your information, we already have this uh, some kind of guidelines that we have produced to all the parishes. You know that uh, has been sent out and circulated to all the parish priests if they wanted to uh, care, I mean, uh, build up or form a team of media, media team in their own parishes. So there's a certain guidelines that uh, Archdiocese already uh, in place in the website. And also uh, they can seek our guidance. We uh, are all the way to to help. In fact, we have been to a few parishes in the urban to 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 go and give some kind of formation like Sacred Heart, uh, St. Anthony. So we have done this. So they they learn from us. We also learning and we teach them, not uh, say teaching and guiding them how to uh, come forward to have their own parish uh, media team. Yes, going back to the old the old uh, people, you know, getting those who are senior citizens, you know, getting difficulties in digital media. For me as well, as well, I find it very difficult sometimes to go online and to do. You know, for instance, uh, during this MCO, I have to organize this this uh, online meeting for all the clergy. I mean, for the first time, I'm doing this. You know, (laughs) I'm a bit bit nervous. And in fact, I have to call certain priests who are not so uh, good in this digital and find.
4: Oh yeah, Father Father Peter got disconnected yeah maybe maybe just coming back to to something else uh, that that is cropping up also i mean with ruben and 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 chris you know we find that with uh, social media uh, uh, it's it's information that's going one way uh, mm-hmm. you know it's you, you are giving it out to your parishioners uh, yeah. how how do parishioners engage with you i mean do you get feedback are you able to act on it is that a good platform to to have an engagement with them uh, chris um,
5: we, we use uh we do engage. I think in a way, social media is also a two way engagement through Facebook. Um, with some get, thump,
3: uh, some technical issues.
5: Yeah. Father Peter, would like to continue? Yeah, go go ahead. Go ahead, Chris. Go ahead. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. So when we post out something, we do get a uh, messages back, reply back from our Facebook uh. Re- Regards to parish issues, uh, if there's any uh, queries on the parish, actually. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Ruben, you want to say yeah, how do you? How-
6: yeah, so so um, it's it's a two way communication in a few ways. So one would be like, um, of course, the the direct messaging that happens in in Facebook. So they ask. We've actually came up with a whole list of FAQs. Normal people, uh, people will normally ask like, you know, what what is the time of a specific mass, or what time is church uh, office open, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, so that's one. Um, through comments as well, through comments, then then we can gauge like what do they say and things like that. Um, so so that's one way. So the other way, right, um, how is it a two-way communication? Of course, it's not much communicating that takes place uh, uh, on the spot or, or live in a sense. But like like our website, so why did we put the forms up? It's because um, we we ask the people, we ask parishioners, like, what is it that you need? What is, what is it that you're facing? What are your concerns and your challenges? So they say they always say that, you know, um, weekdays have no time to come and submit forms. I need come weekends and weekends church don't open the whole day. So we said, all right, why not we put it up online? And then, um, so we worked out a system with the parish office. So that is why we we said, okay, you can download, you can send it. So although um, communication doesn't take place um, live like, like what we are doing now, but there is two ways. Instead of just pushing it one way, that, there is two ways. So that's why our objective. our main objectives, there are two. One is for people to get information, you know, so to communicate. The other one is for us to push information. And, and of course, the, the last part of how we can, there is two way communication is um, social media is like a platform, like we say, huh? it's a platform where we share with ministries how they can leverage this platform to allow them to minister better and then to reach out better.
4: Yeah, but we also begin to realise that, you know, uh, when it's a two way communication, at least this has been my experience, uh, you know, we also need to teach people how to respond. Uh, I mean, respond responsibly. Yeah, yeah, agree. <laughs> you know, it can also people can abuse it. I mean, if they have uh, grouses and complaints to air out, that can also be the place where, where they they, they put those things. And I've seen some not so nice comments uh, being put out uh, irresponsibly by people. I guess that is. Uh, I, I guess that is one of the challenges. Uh, the moment you go on to social media, uh, you also open yourself to, to criticism uh, in some ways. How do you handle those things? Uh, how do you handle, uh, you know, there are people, you know, who will always have a comment about everything?
6: <laughs> yes, yes, I mean, we, we encountered a few of this. So um, what we did was we came up with a code of conduct. And, and it's very important to have this code of conduct. And so we have a comment policy that is uh, reviewed together with the team, the core team, and also uh, the parish priest. And it's also published on our website to, to let people know that, okay, um, although there is, it's social media, it's your personal view, but there are also, like what you said, but you know, there are also certain boundaries where you cannot cross. So uh, we worked out a whole procedure. If, let's say, the person uh, violates our policy, uh, what do we do So for the first time, second time, third time? So, so things like that we have. Um, we also... What we did was we also escalated to the parish priest to, to take it on. Uh we have also hidden comments. So so yeah, so I guess to answer that question, to have a comment policy or to some extent a code of conduct is is very important. Yeah.
4: Yeah, I think a lot of parishes are like Kevin, uh sometimes I find are afraid afraid to go on, on this media because because the fear of criticism. Uh because you 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 expose yourself uh to that. Uh uh, in some ways uh, Father yeah, peter you just, you, sorry go, go go ahead kevin
0: it's not just uh, parishes but also individuals i suppose you know when we and we set up our facebook or instagram you know there will be some comments that are not so good and negative and that's really how we how we manage them is something that we need to teach learn and teach i suppose because we're, it's a totally new environment for us and you know when you go into a parish or church you know it's a big group there there's a lot of things that can come on in so yeah like, like how to manage that is is one of the very key important uh, things we have to uh, learn and teach our parishioners father peter anthony to anything to add
3: yeah i think uh, many parishes as what uh, father Clarence mentioned uh afraid to come out with their, their media online going online i think uh, afraid of comments or critics but actually my advice or oh, my Everybody have to come out at this time of. This is a crucial time for all the parishes to come forward with their online uh, doing stuff uh, for their own parishes. I think uh, beside this uh, online uh, platform, I think some of the parish priests also they are doing available on the Facebook. Uh, they are sharing reflection masses. I think we have to encourage uh, all those who are doing this. Uh, for their parish. Uh, I think even even my own parishioners are asking me, Father, why you are not doing for us? Do something, you know, uh, being a social person, a social person in the Archdiocese. I think I have to start as well as a parish level. And at this moment of time, I actually am busy of reopening the church because I'm the one of the church in Thampin to reopen in a due time, uh, 14th uh, of June. Uh, see how I, I do not know how it goes. Uh, getting back and a lot of uh, standard operation procedure to take place and protocols, stuff like that, and communication with the archbishop and and with the government officers officials. I think, uh, yeah, time to all the parishes to wake up and do something. I think Ruben have shared a very good things that we shouldn't be afraid to start up and do something. There's a lot of platforms that we have uh, as Instagram, uh, Facebook. Facebook is all already, but uh, you know we can still use uh, new telegrams, uh, stuff like that. I'm new to this, but I think uh, we have to encourage one another. When you are expert in something, I think we have to share the, the, the knowledge that we have with the other parishes, um, those who need help. I think we as a team, you would like to uh, come forward to help those parishes who would like to start their media team in their parish. Yeah, Kevin, mm. thank you. Yeah.
0: Thank you, Father Peter. I'm, I think that, that sort of answers the question that we have from Linda, which which she was asking, is there any networking platforms and knowledge sharing platforms for parishes to share resources along with the diocese? So, Father Peter, I think that that was what you were, you were explaining to us. So, Linda, I hope you that answers your question. Well, we're coming up to the
4: end of the show, Father Clarence. Yes, Kevin. Uh, it, it's you no. Know, I, I I just like to say that you know uh, you know if parishes are, are considering, uh, I think this is the time for us to to jump in. Uh, I always say that you know you, you can never learn to swim when you are you know and and we we heard this when we had our show with with Pandelela. You know you can't do a, you can't do a dry lesson. No, she did a dry lesson about how to dive. You can't do a dry lesson about swimming, but it's to take the plunge and then you know figure a way out. Uh, so i think i think ruben mentioned something important uh, is that you know we cannot be territorial Uh, we can learn to network we can learn to share information Uh, we can uh, also use uh, each other's expertise i think father peter and his team are are willing to help Uh, so i think i think this is something that you know uh, it doesn't matter whether you're a big parish you're a small parish or a micro parish uh, with with difficulties to connect, but there are some ways where we can bring out information to people and connect with people. I think that's that's the beauty of of social media. Some people are afraid because they say it can be abused. I mean, for that matter, anything can be abused. Any good thing can be abused. It's how you use how you use it, uh, and that's the thing that we that I like to say this morning in our show. We are hoping that you know. Uh, parishes and if they have any difficulties for the peter they can reach out to social communications ministry in the diocese uh you can get course, their email address yeah, willing to help yeah. on the
3: website Call us or send us email to org, and we are there to help you
4: and yeah. i'm sure ruben and and chris will also be able to help those who would like to uh, extend their expertise uh you can find ruben at holy family kajang facebook i'm sure and Chris, uh, yep. uh, and Divine Mercy Instagram is put up there. I'm sure they can also help in some way. And if you are not able to reach to any one of them, there's always plan B. And plan B is Catholics at home. You no, know, reach out to us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: that's
0: right. Reach yeah, out I, to I us. Think- I think if I can wrap up for Clarence, um, you know, like uh, Ruben said, we're not uh, territorial, so you know, we're not uh, doing it for for our own parish, and we're trying to comp- we're not competing with any parish. So you know, if if you lack something or if you need some help, you know, if you see some other parish, you know, we can always approach each other because we are just doing it for for the whole church, you know, N- not just your parish but the whole Catholic community. And I think that's one of the beautiful things about about this.
6: Can I add something as well, caveat? Sure. So I guess um one thing to to like really encourage everybody or whoever you uh, whoever's listening now, be it a parish council leader or a priest or just a layperson who has that fire in you, you know um our ministry, like what uh, we just celebrated World welcome Day just a couple of weeks ago, our ministry, our responsibility i mean uh, beyond merely just uh, as a social ministry, our responsibility here is to be a storyteller. As a Catholic, as a parish, as a whole community, because whatever we put up there, really goes beyond our parish community. It Really, just goes beyond that, even beyond Malaysia for all you know. So it's so yeah, just just do it.
4: <laughs> yeah, just and everybody do it. And, uh, has a role to play. Uh, everybody has a role. You don't have to be tech savvy, but you can be very supportive of people who are in different ways, isn't it?
2: Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, our our host and producer just Mark just pointed out, yeah. Uh, Mark just pointed out that Catholics at home also need help. <laughs> 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 yeah. So uh, uh, thank you very much for Father Peter, Anthony, Christopher, and Ruben for coming on the show and sharing with us all this uh, knowledge and tips and especially how we can uh, get our church social. So if you're watching this and if you think you'd like to uh, you know, do something for your church, for your parish, you know, just approach the parish priest. You know, A lot of resources to help you. And I'm sure I know we can start getting this going. Uh, Father, maybe uh, just for the show, we'd like to spend the next uh, few minutes to uh, read out some tributes to Father O.C. Lim. Sure.
4: This is from Marian Chua. Uh, I will miss his thought-provoking homilies. He inspired us to express our faith in activities for the common good so that social justice will be a reality for all. Uh, that's very true, Marion. Uh, his homilies were, were really thought-provoking. Uh, from Rosie Chong, Father Osi made a big impact on my faith journey. Father was the spiritual director during my RCIA days, the first at CKK. CKK is Chapel Turnia Christus, in uh, Jaya before. Uh, he encouraged me to seek confession regularly. Farewell, Father. From Sharon. Sharon. Yeah,
0: treasured the memories of Father Osi when he was with Chapel Kurnia Christus, Subang Jaya, now the Church of St. Thomas More. His love and support for the community, especially for the altar service. Rest in peace. Rufus, he never failed to speak the truth to power, yet a very transparent and humble priest. That's very true, Father Clarence. Yes indeed.
4: Here's from Deacon Nicholas. Thanks to Father Osi's moral support, I am now where I am, ordained as a deacon, serving the Catholic Church in Australia. We thank God for Father Osi, may he rest in peace, having received the beatific vision. Mm -hmm. Jocelyn, not just an incredible priest, but also a
0: very good lawyer. I first heard of Father Osi when I, I read the judgment of the Supreme Court in Hengcheng Sui versus Bangkok Bank.
4: From Paritush, we will miss him dearly. His words still ring in our ears. We will forever cherish our time spent with Father O. C. Lim. Thank you, Jesus, for giving us a wonderful priest. We found in Father O. C. Lim. So keep your comments coming in, uh, even after the show. You can still post your comments. I'm sure there are many comments you would like to, uh, many tributes you would like to. Uh, do continue to post them, Kevin. Uh, and so as we like to conclude.
0: Yes, uh, just keep your posts, your comments, your tributes coming in. And Father, as we conclude, we usually conclude with a prayer. Uh, Let's just have a prayer before we sign off.
4: Okay. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. Dear Lord, we thank you for this day. We thank you for your graces, for your blessings. We thank you for the many gifts that you provide us. And we are truly grateful for the gift of media, the tools of communications that you have given us. Help us, Lord, to use them wisely, to evangelize, to promote the good news. Inspire the hearts of many people who are thinking about embarking on this for the good of the Church. Lead them, Lord. Lead them in the right path, so that we may use them responsibly and use them for your greater glory. We pray this all in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen.
0: Thank you for that, Father Clarence. Well, uh, that's our show. Uh, thank you to Father Peter Anthony, Ruben, and Christopher for joining us. And you know, we hope to see you again in the next show. In uh, you know, join us and give us more tips and maybe some tutorials. Maybe you should organize some tutorials <laughs> so people can can learn how to get social <laughs> the correct way. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much for joining us on the show. Thank you, Father Clarence. And uh, we'll see you in the next show. The next time. Bye bye
3: thank thank you
4: when jesus said you know it is uh i would call it manifesto mission manifesto in luke 4 18
2: i've
4: been anointed by the spirit to set the people free